This is the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, October 28th. S&P futures are trading up a couple of points, about four to five points. Asia generally had a pretty solid morning across the board, and Europe is trading off small. So there are a lot of ostensibly macro, important macro headlines out over the weekend and this morning. A lot of political developments. You had uh, elections in Italy, uh, Germany, and Argentina. You had a poll out of Spain ahead of an upcoming election in that country. Um, you obviously had the events in the Middle East with the al-Baghdadi death. Um, I don't really think any of it though really is impacting the U.S. narrative, which I think remains focused on all the same things it was last week. Um, in particular, trade, where we're coming up on these big four trade-related catalysts coming up in mid to late November. Um, and that includes obviously APEC, where we could, we're most likely to get a phase one signing ceremony between Trump and Xi. You have a Huawei waiver decision due out by November 19th. You have the Eurozone auto, auto tariff decision due out by mid-November. And then you possibly have USMCA passing the House by Thanksgiving. That is the least certain, but it's also the least important of the four. Um, so I think those four trade catalysts are really... Um, everything is kind of subordinate to them. And that's really, I think, driving the market. And I think it's going to continue to place upside pressure in the S&P. I still think, though, this is a rally to fade, not to chase. So I think you can get up to around 30.50 on the S&P. Um, and, then, and then you want to look to take profits at that point. I just don't think that it is enough um, to get us above 30.50 to put 18 times on the table, which would, which would uh, result in about 31.50 to 32.00. And I lay out, I lay out the criteria of what would justify above 3050 in the vital dawn this morning. Um, and I just, I don't see any of that really coming to fruition. So that is the, that is the primary focus trade. Obviously there's still another busy week of earnings um, coming up. Although I think investors generally have a good sense of how the season came in um, in terms of results definitely are coming in better than feared expected, but not enough to move that 2020 consensus, which remains, um, you know, 177 and bleeding lower, probably going to wind up around 175, which means the multiple continues to expand. And we're, you know, we're, we're approaching 17 and a half times on the P, which is uh, relatively expensive. Um, the Fed will be in focus on Wednesday. It should be relatively anticlimactic. We're going to get a 25 basis point cut. The big area of debate is whether or not the Fed is going to signal a quote-unquote a patient bias, which means that they're done cutting for the time being. If you were to see the word patient appear in the statement at 2 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon, I think that would be hawkish, and that would result in definitely some uh, near-term headwinds for the market. If patient is simply implied by Powell during the press conference, and it is not explicitly stated in the statement, I think that the market should be able to accept that and digest that and may create some indigestion Wednesday afternoon, but it, it should not be a real material setback. Um, and then on the ecodata front, we're going to get the US Q3 GDP out. That that um, usually gets a ton of attention in the press and among politicians. It's not the most important number as far as the market is concerned. More important will be the Friday data where you're going to get the US jobs report on Friday. Um, that number is going to be extremely messy owing to the GM strike. The GM strike probably took 75 to 85,000 jobs out of that number. The number, the consensus, the print consensus is relatively subdued. So it's obviously factoring in some of that, but you could, you could see a very ugly number, um, potentially down around 30,000. Um, I think investors are going to fade the figure. They're going to look at a lot of the details. Note that there are two surveys that come out with every jobs report. There's the establishment survey and the household survey. The household survey probably will not um, reflect GM striking workers. 
the establishment survey will. So I think investors, if it, to the extent it's a very um, bad number, are going to kind of look past it. More important is going to be that manufacturing ISM that hits at 10 a.m. on Friday for the month of October. Um, you know, recall it's been under 50 now for a couple of months. 50 is the uh, growth contraction demarcation point. The flash PMI for the month of October showed some glimmers of hope. And I think people are going to want to see um, some signs of stabilization in that U.S. manufacturing ISM on Friday. And then also on Thursday morning this week, we're going to get the official MBS government PMIs out of China manufacturing and non-manufacturing. So that's kind of the main um, macro setup. Um, a bunch of different various micro headlines out, a couple of deals, including LVMH bidding for Tiffany. Um, Tiffany's expected to reject that $120 bid offer, according to the FT. Um, as far as today's calendar specifically is concerned, it's really just earnings. Um, this morning, AT&T and Walgreens are the big ones. And then after the close, uh, Google, NXPI, and uh, TMS are going to be the main highlights. On Brexit, you are going to get to EU likely to extend this deadline. So the existing break the deadline is October 31st. The EU is going to extend that to January 31st um, and con contain, and the extension will also allow the, e the UK to depart earlier if they were to pass all the necessary legislation. Uh, that decision will probably hit the tape today. And then also the UK parliament will vote on Johnson's request to have an election on December 12th. They're likely to reject that request today, although the odds of an election occurring before this latest Brexit deadline of January 31st uh, look very high. So you are most likely going to get um, a UK election in the coming months. And it looks like that that uh, Brexit blueprint that Johnson negotiated with the EU a couple of weekends ago, that will be the final blueprint. It's just a question of when the UK is going to pass all the required uh, logistical legislation to put it into effect. And I think that's the real big holdup right now. Uh, so that is everything for this morning. Thanks, everyone, for listening.